Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Everybody. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina Reppa, and I am so excited to be hanging out with you today. I do want to share that if you are someone who is interested in joining us in November for our free five-day Make Me a Runner challenge, I want you to head over to tinareppa.com forward slash run and sign up for the challenge because it will be here before you know it, you guys. And What's crazy is that this is like the gateway. This is the moment that you get to test out what we have to offer and see if you wanna be a part of our next group that will be forming at the end of this year and leading into 2023, which kind of blows my mind to even say. If you wanna know more about what is coming up, how it works, what Tina Rapper Running is, and even about the pricing, you can go back to episode 41 and hear all of the details. It's my anniversary episode because it has been one year since we kicked off Tina Rappa Running. And I just feel like that's the best way for you to get all the details as far as what we're about, um, what we offer, and how things will be running through the end of this year and into January. So if you're interested, make sure you head over to episode 41 and check that out. And if you want to sign up for the challenge, head to tinarepa.com forward slash run, and we'll see you there. All right, you guys. So as I am recording this, it is pretty late. It's about 10 o'clock at night, and I have finished with all of the things I needed to check off the list for today. You know, lunches are packed and, um, you know, we got to swim lessons, kids are showered and in bed. And I just feel like I finally took this deep breath of, okay, now let's relax. And something has really been weighing on my mind that I've wanted to share for probably the past two or three weeks. And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm getting this out now because I keep thinking about it. You know, every day I say, I need to sit down and report, record that podcast because it's such a powerful message and such a huge aha moment for me. And I just wanted to share it with you all. And it really is like the coolest part is that it's such, it's such a testament to what we do, you know, what our runners do at Tina Rapper Running, which sounds so weird to say, but honestly, what we do as soulmates and what we do in our groups and and how powerful it is. And you know, our view on running is what makes us successful. It's how people are still with us, you know, a year later running with us and changing their lives, their identity, their confidence, their self-esteem, like completely shifting their trajectory in life, not just with their physical health, but their mental health, their emotional health. And it's just so, so good. And so 
this is kind of what happened. So if you have been following me or you know me, you, you've probably heard me talk about my daughter, Jocelyn, who I absolutely am obsessed with because she is so fun. The perfect mix of Mike and I, um, my sassy little thing and, you know, full of so much love. And the thing about Jocelyn is she <laughs> has said for the longest time, for years now, she knows that I've always been a runner. She knows that I run. She has been running since she was in the womb. I ran a half marathon while pregnant with her. And then as soon as she came out, I ran with her in the stroller. I ran with her. Her whole life, she has participated in races, you know, whether in my belly or in a stroller. There have been a couple of races that she has kind of hopped out of the stroller and run beside me for a little bit here and there, which has been really fun too since she's gotten older. She's eight years old right now. Um, and recently, I know that sounds crazy because I say recently, but honestly, it's just, it's just our way of life. It's just the life of a runner, a running mom, I guess you would say. But um, we have the Mac Daddy Cadillac of all running strollers. It's a Bob for any of you who have ever looked into running strollers. It's amazing. Like that thing you can push. It's a We have a double Bob right now because we have two kids and it is amazing. Like you can push anything in that thing and it is just it runs like a Cadillac I swear it is the Cadillac of all strollers so um I say that because we have pushed both of our kids numerous times even into you know last winter we were pushing them in a stroller all bundled up in blankets um Jocelyn being seven at the time Grayson being four at the time and you know, Mike and I wanted to train for a marathon and we wanted to do our long runs together. So we'd bundle them up. And plus we wanted them to be a part of the experience. We don't just want to, you know, consistently, you know, get a babysitter to go for the runs. We wanted them to see what it was like and to experience it, you know, as much as they could. Sometimes Jocelyn would ride her bike and then we would lock it up at certain places whenever we were going far. And then, you know, she would hop in the stroller to rest for a little bit. But recently, you know, being eight, she can still fit in that stroller because again, it's the Mac Daddy and we can still push her. Like it's honestly, I consider it just an extra upper body workout. It's not difficult and it's not uncomfortable. It's just, you know, she's getting to the age where, of course, she's like, mom, you know, I don't want to be in here. It looks silly. Not because she doesn't want to be a part of it, which is kind of the sad part. She's just worried about what other people think, which I get. I truly understand that. I wish that wasn't the case. Um, I worry about it sometimes too, more than I wish I did. And, you know, I really wish I could let that go because Mike and I, like, we just don't care. It's not a big deal to us. We allow, we like that they're experiencing with the, experiencing running with us. We like that they get to see the races. And honestly, for the past eight years, every one of like the wicked 10K races that I've done have been with her. And it's so fun. It's, a, it's part of our tradition. She wears one of her Halloween costumes. She'd get in the stroller. And there are all kinds of Halloween costumes running in the race. They have like zombies on the course. And it's a huge thing. It's like an event, right? And so this year is the first year where she had said like, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to go in there. Even though last year she ran three of the miles and she was in the stroller for three of the miles. So what we did was like every half mile she would run and then she would rest for half a mile. Then she would run and rest. And, you know, we may try to do something like that again. But again, she's getting to the age where it's feeling... Um, you know, she's embarrassed, which I get. So I went through this moment of being so, so sad. This is a couple of weeks ago when it really hit me that like, 
oh my gosh, this phase is over. And not the whole, I mean, this is not, this is not a podcast episode to say that, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss the baby phase. That's not it. Running is such a huge part of my life. And being able to share that with my family has meant so much to me. And so this was the first time that I thought to myself, oh my gosh, if she doesn't want to even, you know, if she's trying to avoid the stroller at all, I know she can't make it 6.2 miles right now as an eight-year-old. I can't train her for that right now. Does that mean she's not going to be a part of this? And it's our tradition. And I got so sad thinking about it. And I went to bed and I woke up and I I sat her down and I said, Joss, this is the girl who is a self-proclaimed run hater. I mean, she says to me all the time, I hate running. I'm not running. Like it has a lot to do with her. She worries about you know, what people think and people seeing her and, you know, being a kid who runs, like she worries about a lot of things. We work through that stuff a lot. So she didn't want to run because she didn't want people looking at her, that she doesn't want people telling her like, wow, good job, way to get out there and run with your mom. She doesn't want the attention, period. And so she avoided it and she would say, I hate running, I hate running. And so I've never pushed it with her because I don't want her to have that relationship with running because I've made her do it. I just want her to do it if she finds it enjoyable. So, you know, she has always said, no, I don't want to run where, you know, my son Grayson like asks us, can I run with you? Can I go with you? Can I get out of the stroller? And we're like, he just genuinely loves running, but she does not. And so, you know, I just felt this whole like, oh no, this is all coming to an end. And so I sat her down the next day and I said, hey, Josh, so I know that you don't want to, you know, hop in a stroller anymore. And I totally understand that I said, I'm kind of sad because I really love having these experiences with you. Our Halloween race, then we have a Christmas race that we all do. And I said, and and then I realized, Joss, that, you know, in order for me to have this experience with you again, to keep doing it as if, you know, you'd actually want to run the race, like if you want to run it. And, you know, her first response was, no, I hate running. And I said, okay, well, um, you know, I just thought I kind of have a plan. You know, this is what I do is I help people learn how to run and I can teach you how to become a runner and we can start off really easy and see if we can get you to a 5k, which is 3.1 miles. And she was like, really? And I said, yeah, if we start now, I can have you ready for a 5k at the end of October. And she was like, okay, fine. And I knew it was because she didn't want to miss out on the experiences. And she says like, are they going to give out candy corn on the course again? Because they do, they give little cups of candy corn at the wicked course. And I told her like, if you train for this, you can sign up for the race. You can get a medal. Like you can do this, you know, all on your own and it will be so fun to do together. And so she was convinced like, okay, I'm going to try it. And I was like, so, so happy because she was going to give us a chance, right? She was going to let me try to help her do it from the beginning, like everyone does that I work with. And I was hoping that she could, you know, fall in love with it so that she could continue to experience these events with us as a family. So I took her out and we did our first run together. And where I started her, in order for us to be ready for the, the October race, I started her running 90 second intervals and you know she was really surprised whenever we had run with for 90 seconds and I would say like okay it's time to walk she was like wow that's it and I think she was (laughs) this is exactly what happens with adults too by the way and and I feel like I'm getting to experience this firsthand all over again in doing this with her 
this whole idea of like, no, I'm not going to run three miles. It's too hard. I'll have to work too hard. I'll be too uncomfortable. And then I said like, just trust me, let's go. And when she first did it and it was like, wow, I can do it. You should have seen how excited she was at the idea that this could be something she actually does. And it's not torture. Like this is how you get hooked. Right. And so she loved it. She loved having like the, the mommy and daughter, she called it girls time. And for the first time in her entire life, she would ask me, mommy, can we go for a run? And I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Yes, it can go for a run. And of course it was kind of impacting my training schedule, but I don't care. Like she's asking me to go, like we are going. And so we worked our way up to two minutes and she still was like, you know, she would be running and she would say like, mommy, I'm getting tired or this feels hard. And I would say, well, you know what we have to do? We have to slow down, but we're not going to stop. And so we'd slow down and she would say like, that feels better. And it was just so, it was literally like, like living with someone who was going through the program and experiencing that all over again. And it just, it was so mind blowing, but here's the thing. So I'm telling you all of this for two reasons. One, to, to tell you that it's, it's so crazy how we just have this misconception about what running has to be like and what we are capable of doing. Like even Jocelyn with her, you know, her eight year old self being concerned about it's going to be too hard. I don't want to get uncomfortable and then realizing like, wow, I can do this. And it's not, it's not too overwhelming, but I realized while we were running, the two of us were running and we were passing people, right? And there were people passing me and I couldn't help but think about, there was one girl who passed us and she was running in, you know, her shorts and her sports bra and, and um, obviously super into fitness and she looked like she was doing, you know, some sprints. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, it just occurred to me that, you know, if anybody saw the two of us running together, I wonder if they thought like, why is she making her run or you know, what is she, why is she out there making her eight-year-old exercise? And I was like, I said to Mike, I was like, my mind was just blown because there was no moment ever in my ideas of talking about running with her or me saying, I'm going to train you for a run or us going out on these beginner runs together. Like it never occurred to me that I was kind of getting her to quote unquote exercise or you know, some people use running as a tool for, you know, weight loss and things like that. And that's the only way they see running it fitting into their life. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I bet it does look kind of crazy. Like me running with an eight-year-old and, and people probably thinking like, why would she do that? Or why is she, why is she running with her? And, and I bet it's just like an odd thing to see. And if you haven't kind of trained yourself in this idea of running gives you so many gifts, you could look at this situation and think to yourself, like, why would that mom do that? And it was, I kind of had to giggle at that. I said, wow, Mike, I, it took several runs before I even thought about that. Like, I wonder if the girl who was out there running for fitness, she didn't look like she was out there, you know, kind of on a, like, I don't know. I can, I feel like I can just tell a difference between runners who are running for enjoyment and then runners who are running to get that workout in. And I thought, you know, I wonder if people are thinking like, is she making her exercise or you know, whatever that's about. And, and it, it's crazy because I, I consider it 100% a gift that I'm giving her this moment we get to spend together this, you know, she going on these little runs, it was so life giving for her. She was in such an amazing mood. I could see it before my eyes. She was kind of hesitant, you know, like all of us before going out, like, uh, I don't know, mom. But once we were out there, she was so lit up and so excited. And it just, my it melted my heart. 
and and to the point where when we finished she's like that was so fun mom like i can't wait to do it again what day are we going to do it again like she was so pumped up and it's so genuine right like adults have so much baggage she is still at the age where knock on wood i feel so blessed she has not talked about you know body image and we talk so much in my house about how muscles are made um, for strength so that we can do things and feel strong and, and feel good about doing things. And, and we exercise because it's fun and it makes us feel good and it helps our brains and it helps our blood and it helps our body. And we eat food because it fuels us. It gives us the energy that we need to do things. So, you know, Mike and I worked really hard at having those types of conversations versus, you know, other typical conversations about, you know, food and calories and and, you know, working out for weight loss and body image. Like we, we specifically, or intentionally rather, we intentionally do not talk like that or about those things or about our own bodies in that kind of way, even if we're feeling that way, because we do, we just don't talk about it out loud because we feel like at least we can be a place where that's not all consuming for them. Do I think that that will happen later in life? 100%, 100%. All of those things will will make their way into our lives. I realize that. But right now, we are fortunate enough that that's not, it's not an issue for us. So it truly is about getting out there and being stronger. And I heard Jocelyn say to her brother today, whenever he said he didn't want to go to swim, and, you know, Jocelyn said to him, but, you know, buddy, you got to go to swim so you can make your muscles stronger so you can do more things. And, like, I just... Even if that's not the thought process down the road, like I hope that 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 seed is planted deep in there somewhere to always remember that exercise is a gift that we give to ourselves. And and for us, running is a gift that we can give to ourselves because it just brings out the best, the best in us. And I got to watch it again firsthand from the mouths of babes. Like she has no other intention. There is no part of her that's, you know, trying to lose weight or um trying to get bigger muscles she's genuinely just wants to see if she can if she can make it this distance in order to have a great experience and she genuinely is going out there with me in order to spend time with me and have girls time like we are using this as a tool for enjoyment and it just occurred to me that that's what i do with running and i feel so lucky to do that and i feel like my runners like it's a process to get to that place but when you get to that place, it is such it is such a gift to yourself to no longer see running as a punishment or a have to. I don't think there's a way to fast track that. I think that you have to just get started and you just have to set goals and you have to keep running beyond what all of these other goals are in your life. Like, oh, I want to eat more vegetables. Oh, I want to drink more water. Oh, I want to lose weight. Like it has to be separate and it has to be about the experience. And once it can be about the experience, then it is nothing but an, a great experience to go out on a run and you're doing it so that you can experience even greater things because of it and i just felt so good about that because she never we again she's never thought of it in that way that so many people think of running and it makes them hate it it makes them dread it it makes them feel like it's a punishment and she's really loving what it's doing for her body and it's just a true testament again to what running can do for you mentally and emotionally she's a different kid when we're finished 
even if she's in a good mood before we start, when we finish, she is like the sweetest, most patient thing with her brother. Like, hey, bud, did you want to go for a run? I can run around the block with you if you want to go. I know you didn't get to go. And I'm like, who is this kid? <laughs> and it's just exactly what happens to us as adults. And how fortunate that we have the ability as adults to put ourselves into that kind of mental and emotional state. We have the ability to go outside, to be in the sunlight, to be in the elements and spend 30 minutes out there moving our body, strengthening our muscles, flushing out the toxins, getting our blood flowing through our body, strengthening our heart, and to just feel like you basically took a drug, right? Like you come back and here I am, like my endorphins are flowing and, and I feel amazing just from going out there and making myself stronger and healthier. And, and that is truly that's the end game right there, you guys. Like that's where we want to be. Where we want to be, where we are out there and we're doing it because we're enjoying the experience. We love the way that we feel and what it what it gives to us and to our families because of it. And then to be able to celebrate what we've accomplished with an even greater experience, such as a race or an event where you can connect with people and 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 celebrate all the pushing and the growing that you've done and you know, I happen to, if you've listened to my last episode, um, I don't know when this releases. I hope that I'm no longer quote unquote injured, but I've had some foot issues going on to the point where I can't, I, I physically cannot run right now. And um, Jocelyn is getting very sad about it. You know, she's like, mom, your foot's not broken. Is it like, when can we go for a run again? And my, like, if you guys would hear the way she used to talk about running just because she thought of it as, you know, it had to be all these miles and she would never be able to do it. And um, it intimidated her. And now she's like, mom, when do we get to go? Like I miss our girls time and I'm just so, so happy about it. And then I hope that we're able to heal this foot and get her trained up as much as possible to do that, the race so that we can have that experience together. Even if that means I have to, you know, drop down and in the race distance that I do, I don't care. I don't do this for personal goals right now. I really don't. I mean, of course I do it because if I were in a different phase of running, I probably would be have a struggle with giving up those personal goals. Really, I would. You know, but I've been running for so long. I've done 10Ks, I've done half marathons, I've done marathons, I've done ultras, and I'm in the place right now where it would mean more to me to be able to complete a race with her than it would, you know, any uh, any mile goal or distance goal from from training this summer that I needed to meet. Like I I am not in that place right now. I'm in the place where like this is huge for us and our family and I hope that it just kind of kicks off a whole new chapter because again, we use running in my family and all of our runners in our groups. Like this is this is what we are becoming. We use running as an experience and a gift to ourselves and you know, the fact that it was so hard for me to say, like, I don't just want to get a babysitter and go do this run. Like, I'm going to miss having this experience with my kids. It just goes to show that that is truly what it is, an experience that it is irreplaceable. It's irreplaceable. And I just, I hope they keep coming in whatever form that looks like. Um, but it really, I hope, I hope this for everybody. I hope everyone in my group can get to this point. Um, I hope that anyone listening to this, if you're a runner and you kind of struggle with, you know, forcing yourself to get out there and dragging yourself out there to think about, you know, what you get to feel and do and think all because you take yourself out there and push yourself out of your comfort zone and do hard things and, 
and allow yourself to, you know, use some mindfulness and be in the moment and feel what you're, feel what you are giving yourself every time you step out there and go on a run. Like let the sun shine on your face, let the wind blow through your hair and just allow yourself to be in the element and experience the greatness that comes along with going for a run and then come home and feel so good, feel so good and so motivated and so inspired and ready to set goals and ready to journal and ready to treat your body better and ready to talk kindly to yourself and and really just feeling like a whole new healed, healthy person and then share that with anybody who is willing to share that with you. And that is the other thing that I feel like, you know, being able to share this with Jocelyn, I have been able to share these moments with you know many of my runners when I've been able to meet up with them. And if you are already in this place, then bring somebody along with you. Watch them turn running from a dreaded exercise into something that they can be passionate about and and something that can help them become healthier in mind, body, and spirit. And and bring them with you and allow yourself to connect with them even when you're on a run and just you know and spread that and share it because. As I've said already four million times in this episode, it is a gift and an amazing experience that you give yourself by allowing yourself to fall in love with running. And that's what it is. And I truly believe the secret to all of that, I really, really do, is putting a divide up between your running and your running goals and your body and the things that you wanna change about it, right? Like you've got to separate the two and allow running to be more so of a, a mindfulness experience than something that you do to change your body. And then there you'll, you'll find it, you'll find it. And you just keep striving for that and you will find that golden, that golden spot, like that place where of like, I'm here and I love this and I love the gift that I'm giving to myself. And no matter what I eat this week or no matter what I drink this week or you know, no matter how stressed I get, I'm giving myself this, opportunity three times a week to show up for myself and to hit refresh and to take on my day because it feels so freaking good. Well, you guys, I hope that you can find this for yourself too. I hope that this inspires you in some way. If you think somebody could benefit from hearing this, maybe if you know a runner who is running maybe for some of the wrong reasons or struggling with finding that passion and connection with running, um, share this with them. Share it with them and remind them that running is not just an exercise. It is so much more than that. It can give you so much more than that. Um, I cannot wait to see all of my challengers showing up within the next two months. I can't wait to see all of my soulmates hitting their huge milestones in October. It's just going to be so fun from probably the middle of October until I don't even know, until January when we kick off our next group. It's just going to be so hyped. And I am here for you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing run. And thank you for spending this time with me. I know that time is the biggest gift that you have to give. And the fact that you chose to spend this time hanging out with me means so much to me. I love you guys and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, 
go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine. <laughs>